Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Oh Shoot. I'm your host, Cassidy Lynn, and I'm going to be real with you. It has been a hot minute since I've recorded an episode, and so much has changed. I'm a little bit sick, so you can kind of hear that in my voice. But besides that, lots of things have happened. And honestly, I'm glad that you're here listening. And I hope that you guys have liked the like pre-recorded episodes, like the guest interviews that I've been posting. Those have been really awesome. I I did like a whole month of really awesome interviews because I was going to Europe and so I wasn't going to be able to record. So yeah, I hope you guys liked those episodes and I'm here. I'm back doing a solo episode. I'm going to be real with you. I was a little bit nervous to record this because I was like, I haven't recorded in forever. Like, I don't even remember how to do this. I don't remember how to talk and say things. So yeah, if this episode happens to be a little bit rusty, that's why I'm just a little bit nervous to be on my own podcast, I guess. But anywho, hello, welcome. I have a few life updates slash photography updates slash just up, they're just updates in general. So if you guys don't like hearing about these, feel free to skip ahead. This episode is going to be great content. It's coming from the heart today. So the first couple of things, I have new hair. If you're watching on YouTube, I've got some new hair going on here. Um, if you follow me on social media, you've seen it. But basically, I chopped my hair, kind of. I got like, I think, six or eight inches off, which is kind of a lot. Um, my hair was long and dark brown, which is like my natural color. And I got it chopped like right below my shoulders, like a shag cut is what they call it. And I got it lighter. So it's like caramel brown. It's kind of much different than what I usually do for my hair. Normally I just do like a little bit of a change, but I keep it dark this time we went full lighter all around. I'm definitely in my Rachel Green era. So if you like it, let me know because I'm still like not sure how I feel about it. Second thing, my new presets came out and I am obsessed with them, truly. So my matcha glow presets are available. They launched a couple weeks ago, but I just wanted to hop on here and say thank you guys for the support on the presets. Um, if you got them, I hope you love them. Um, I use them to edit all of my photos. Yeah, I'm just super excited that they're out. I haven't launched new presets since my Honey Boba presets came out in May of 2021. So it's been about a year and a couple months. And yeah, I've been working on these presets for a long time and they're out. So that's another update, another thing. Uh, another thing... And if you're not watching on YouTube, you might need to go to YouTube to see this. I'm currently wearing one of my new merch designs and I'm planning on launching new merch soon, just like two new designs. And then I'm going to bring back some old designs and keep my store open like indefinitely. So yeah, this is a, it's like a oatmeal crew neck. I would say oatmeal is like a good color, maybe like in between oatmeal and beige and it says busy season on the front and then the back says sorry it's busy season 
It's literally so cute. And I have been holding back from wearing this sample. <laughs> like literally I ordered samples to see what they would look like. And when I got this, I wore it instantly for like a full day. And then I was like, I need to take pictures of this still. I can't keep wearing this because what if I get it dirty and I spill on it or something? So I haven't been wearing it. I've been refraining, but I was like, you know what? I want to launch this soon. So I'm just going to wear my new merch. So yes, I also have one other thing that will be a part of the new designs, one other design. So yeah, very exciting. Okay, now let's talk about my Europe trip. And honestly, this episode is kind of about traveling and we're going to get into that as well. But the last big update that I have is we just got back from Europe. Um, at this point, it's like five days ago and I'm obsessed with Europe. I really truly think that I was born in the wrong country because I loved it there. Um, we went to Ireland first then we went to Paris and the last place we went to was Switzerland. Um, and basically I started by booking an elopement in Ireland. So I booked it about, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe longer. And when I found out that we were going to go to Ireland, I was like, we might as well travel like around the area because it's so much cheaper to go from like Ireland to Paris than to go from Michigan to Paris. So I was like, we're going to be there anyway. Might as well like get a couple of like cheap flights, a cheap train and go to some of the places we wanted to go. Also, like my whole month was free anyway. So I was like, I might as well just do this. So that's how the trip kind of got started by getting my, that elopement booked in Ireland. And then from there, I basically just was like, okay, where else do we want to go visit? Like what else are we interested in seeing? My place was Paris and Charlie's place was Switzerland. So we just, you know, did three days at each spot. And after I figured out the dates that we were going to be there and finalized my flights and everything, then I started posting on Instagram and was like, Hey, I'm going to be in Paris on these days. I'm going to be in Switzerland on these days. Let me know if anyone wants to book a session with me. And because of that, I was able to book sessions in both of those spots. So the session that I had in Paris was a girl who followed me that lives in Spain and she just came for like a trip. I think she stayed for a couple of days and then we did the session. Um, so that was really cool and they were so cute. We shot at the Eiffel Tower. It was amazing. Literally my dream, like at this point I could pass away and I'm fine because I absolutely have always wanted to do that. And then we went to Switzerland and the couple that met us there was a girl who followed me from Germany and she drove um, just after work with her boyfriend for the session, which was really, really cool. So yeah, both of those things happened. It was super awesome. And because I had work in all three locations and it was paid work, um, I am able to make the whole thing a business trip, I believe. Um so don't quote me on that because write-offs are kind of confusing. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. And it's honestly kind of surreal that I was able 
to do that. So I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about what I learned on our trip, not just from a photography perspective, but just from like, you know, a personal perspective as well. So the first thing that I learned, elopements are incredible and they're epic and I'm addicted to them. Okay. Number one, I think the reason that I feel this way is because it was so easygoing. They were, it was so intimate. Um, they, they called all of the shots literally like the day of the elopement was so chill. Like they woke up, we all got breakfast. We walked around, they started getting ready. It wasn't like be ready by this time, follow this timeline. It was like, yeah, we just want to do the elopement at some point today. And like, literally it was so chill. And I think like also the aspect of like, they shared personal vows that they wrote beforehand And the only people that heard those vows were like us, like shooting the two of them and the officiant. Like, I I just think that's so cool. And honestly, I couldn't even hear the the vows that well. So really it was just between them and the officiant. Um, Yeah, I think obviously the location has a lot to do with it. The travel aspect of it, when you have like the super epic spot and all you have on the timeline is the ceremony and even that is flexible. It was so nice because we could take our time with portraits. Like we were at this incredible like spot, like along the cliffs in Ireland. And we had all the time in the world to do literally whatever we wanted. So, um, I think that was really cool as well. Um, yeah. So just having flexibility with shooting, that was awesome. Another thing I learned on our trip And this one's not going to be so positive. Um, The worst part about the travel and about the whole thing for me was the airport situation and traveling internationally. Naturally, I am an anxious and stressed person. So the fact that some of these things were out of my control sucked. And like, I just, I get really stressed and anxious about traveling when it's not within the U.S. because it's like I travel within the U.S. all the time. I have TSA pre-check. I know how it works. Like I know how to find gates. I know how to navigate through an airport. Internationally, it was a completely different game for me. So the first thing that was hard for us internationally was the fact that we had on our way to Dublin, we flew from Detroit to Montreal, Montreal to Toronto, Toronto to Dublin. My first mistake was having so many layovers. I didn't know that that was a big deal internationally because I thought that you could just do what you do in the US where you just, you know, get off your plane, go to the next gate and you're good to go. When you travel internationally, if you have a gate change or a layover, you hop off the plane, go through customs, go through security again, and then go to your gate. So in our case, in Montreal, we had to do that. We had about a two and a half hour layover and we missed our flight because the security line in Montreal was three and a half hours long. I'm not even exaggerating. There were easily a thousand people waiting in the line. That was stressful for me because I literally was standing there while we missed our flight and I still had to go through security so that we could get to our gate and be like, Hey, help me book another flight. So I didn't have to like pay for another one. I don't know. So that sucked. And that pushed our whole trip back one day. So I missed a whole day in Ireland with the couple. Um, 
Yeah. So that was hard. And another thing that was also hard, and I thought like that was the worst part of it all. But then when we were traveling home, we're going from Zurich, Switzerland to Michigan. Um, we base, I go to check in for our flight and, um, it says like on the, the website of our airline, like if you're flying into Amsterdam, all of the luggage equipment in Amsterdam is broken. So we can't do checked bags right now. And I was like, bro, what we did? We were flying with just carry-ons, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I can't believe that's happening. And we were flying into Amsterdam. That was our layover. Right. So we get to the Zurich airport and I have, they won't give me my boarding pass online. I had to check in at the check-in counter to get my boarding pass. So I go there and she's like, mm-hmm, you have too much stuff. You have to check your bag. And I was like, excuse me, miss. I would love to, but Amsterdam's not doing checked bags. And so you're basically guaranteeing that my luggage is going to get lost. Like, no, thank you. I'll just keep it with me. And she was like, no, you have to check it. You have no choice. And Charlie had to check this too. So basically we took out anything important from our luggage, gave it over to the airline, knowing it was going to get lost. And that was so stressful for us because other people on our flight had luggage the same size as ours. And we were like, okay, cool. So they're just targeting us or the girl was just in a bad mood. I don't know. Thankfully, when we landed in Detroit, we got off our flight from Amsterdam and our baggage made it. So that was amazing. And I loved that for us, but it was just stressful. So I'm getting on tangent here, but basically it's just stressful traveling internationally. So that was something that I learned on our trip. Um, something else I learned, there's so many cool places in Europe. I definitely want to go back and travel is always better with someone. I don't know if I would have been able to do that by myself. Um, even just like in new places internationally, it's scary to like be by yourself walking around. So I definitely think if you're going somewhere that you've never been before, even if it's in the U S too, like bring someone with you. Um, I think sometimes in the areas where they don't speak your language. So like I only speak English. So it was nice to have someone with me at least in case like someone didn't speak English or just like, I don't know. It's just nice to have a companion basically. So that is all. That was a big section of life updates, but let's get into today's episode. And what I want to talk about today is vacation guilt. (laughs) So what is vacation guilt? I'm talking about this clearly because it has something to do with the trip I just experienced. Um, Vacation guilt. This is just kind of something that I've made up. This is just a word, a phrase that I made up. But basically, it's feeling guilty for going on vacation and taking a break. So I feel like this is very typical if you are self-employed because the lines between work and personal are very blurry and it's very, there's a gray area between work and personal. So I feel like vacation guilt is pretty common. Um, why do you get vacation guilt? Mm, There's a lot of reasons. One, if you feel like guilty for going on vacation, it's because you feel like there is more that needs to be done. I feel like that's a big thing with me when I go on vacation or take a break. I know that there's more things on my to-do list that need to be done. So the fact that I'm not getting them done and I'm taking a break, that's hard for me. I, yeah, it's really, really hard. And I think also the fact that I do like working. 
So when I take a break from working, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to shut my work brain off sometimes. Another reason that vacation guilt happens is because we feel like our clients are going to be disappointed in us or judge us for vacationing. Um, I, I 100% have felt this before when you take a break and let's say you're like posting about the fact that you're not working. I feel so guilty for doing that. Um, another reason that vacation guilt happens, um, we feel like a fraud if we're not working. I think part of this has to do with, um, imposter syndrome a little bit. Like we feel like our identity and like our worth as a human being is in our work. So when we're not working, it's like, who am I? I'm a fraud. You know, that's just kind of where our brain naturally goes. We also fear that our businesses are going to fail if we don't work. Um, this one is kind of honestly the most relatable to me because I know that my business is fine if I take a break, if I go on vacation, but deep down inside, I'm just like, what if? I do this thing where I make up tons of scenarios in my head where I'm like, what if my client needs to get a hold of me and I have my email notifications turned off? What if um, my shop page crashes and no one's able to buy anything from me for two weeks and I didn't know? Or like, what if my contact form breaks for two weeks and I didn't know because I wasn't checking my email? Um, The last reason that vacation guilt happens is because we feel, or I guess we fear that we're going to become irrelevant if we go on vacation and take a break from posting or take a break from just working all together. We fear that we're going to become irrelevant. That's a real fear. I started feeling vacation guilt on my trip. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this today, because it's just really hard to deal with. Like it's, it's one of those things that like, once you feel it, it's really hard to get rid of that feeling. Um, and one of the times that really made me start to feel like this was when I would see email notifications coming through on my phone. And it was like a client that was asking me a question or whatever, and I didn't have time to answer it. Um, and I think when a client even like says in their email, like, I know you're on vacation, like feel free to answer this when you have time. I still want to answer it like right away. I'm the type of person that's like, when I get an email, I want to answer it right away because otherwise I feel like I'm going to forget about it. Um, Another thing that made me feel vacation guilt was when on my trip, I knew I had galleries that needed to be edited. And instead of editing them, I was out traveling and um, eating at restaurants and, you know, walking through Paris or whatever. I was doing things that didn't allow me time to edit my galleries. Um, granted, I none of them were due. It was just like the fact that the due date is creeping up. So it, it wasn't like, oh, I have this gallery that was supposed to be delivered last week, but instead I'm not getting it done. It was just like, I have deadlines that are quickly approaching And I feel nervous if I don't work on this right now. Like I know when I get home, I can work on it in two days and get it done. But just like the fact that that was the only solution was 
when I get home, then I have to worry about this. That gave, that made me feel really guilty. Um, I feel like when you have vacation guilt, it distracts you from being fully present on your vacation or on your break. Um, and that's, that's probably the worst part about vacation guilt because you go on vacation to like unplug and to enjoy life and have like new experiences. But instead all you're doing is wanting to work and thinking about the next thing. That's something that I have learned. I'm really bad at is when I like when something happens and I hit a goal or like I get to do something fun, I can't enjoy that fun thing. I'm always thinking about the next thing, like literally. So like, let's say I'm like, Oh, I, I want to hit 50,000 followers on Instagram. And then like, when I hit that number, it's not like, yay, I'm celebrating. It's so exciting. Whew, I can like breathe. It's like, Oh, I want 75,000 followers now. And I feel like on my trip, I kept wanting more and more and more, like as far as work goes, I kept wanting to keep working and like, I don't want to stop working. And that just takes away from you feeling fully present in your break, in your time off. Um, you just, you'll never be satisfied if you keep thinking about the next thing. And that's kind of like what I do. Like my next big, like international travel is to Cabo. And I, on my trip, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to Cabo as I'm in Paris. Like what? Like, I don't know. It's just a thing. And it's, it's a really, really hard to overcome that sometimes, especially like, I don't know when you think about it in, um, in, I guess like retrospect, if that's the word, like looking back, I didn't even realize I was doing that until I'm like sitting here thinking about what I was thinking about during our trip. Um, something else that made me feel a little guilty on our trip was not fully preparing my content for the two weeks that I was going to be gone. That was on me. Um, but I just didn't realize how much content that I push out normally and didn't prepare properly to be gone for two weeks and not be able to create like I normally do. Um, and then when I would do sessions on this trip, I couldn't do my normal workflow because, you know, I have a session right before I'm going to take a train, uh, for five hours or whatever. Like, I wasn't able to do my typical workflow or like, you know, I would have a session and then, Oh, we want to go out to dinner and then, Oh, let's go explore. And then it's 11 PM. We get back. I don't want to work on previews and call at 11 PM. Like I'm going to bed. So I couldn't do my normal workflow of like posting behind the scenes videos, creating a reel with the results, um, culling through the images, sorting them, um, you know, all that stuff. It, it, took a little bit more of, um, I guess, discipline to make sure that I was able to still meet my expectations of my sessions while still enjoying myself. So I ended up compromising and just not culling my stuff and just looking at the, the photos as a whole, picking a few previews and delivering them. So I'm probably going to regret that now because now I'm like at home and when I go to edit the Ireland Aloma, it's going to be a lot, a lot of photos that I have to edit, um, and sort through like the culling isn't done yet. But I think like during the trip, that was good for me because it was just kind of like one thing off my plate. 
So I think vacation guilt comes because, or like is a feeling because we always think that there's more to be done. So I'm here to tell you that there is always more to be done. Even if you're not going on vacation, even if you're just working every single day, there comes a point where you know there's more to be done, but you're tired and you got to log off or like, you know, I have, you know, two galleries to edit and deliver tomorrow. But right now my mentally, I'm just not here. So I'm just gonna peace out and go watch the Kardashians. Like there's always more that needs to be done. So it's good to know your goals and your deadlines. Give yourself grace when you go all the way to a deadline, like give your, give yourself just be nice to yourself is what I'm trying to say. Like, especially when it comes to deadlines, it's easy to on vacation be like, Oh, I just need to edit this one thing. or I just need to do this one thing. When in reality, like you have a deadline for a reason. And if it's not for three weeks, like chill, like give yourself the break that you deserve and know that you can catch up on that thing when you get back. Um, it also helps to, to create a list so that you can work on things when you get back. So if you're on vacation or you're on a break and you're like me, you can't shut off your work brain, continue to create lists. And like, if there's something that pops up in your head where you're like, Oh, I need to get this done or, Oh, I need to go edit this or I need to um, send a contract to this person or this person, just write it down so you don't forget it. And then when you get back, have that list be the first thing you do on your first day back. Like it really doesn't have to, it's not that serious. It's not like we are like the white house and like, we are the most urgent thing ever. Like we're, we're photographers. We don't need to like address things within three seconds of them popping up in our head. You know what I mean? So I think, um, another thing that I wanted to talk about just kind of going through our list of like, why does vacation guilt happen? I want to address like each of the points that I talked about. So when we feel like our clients are going to be disappointed at us is the next one. And straight up, I just want you to know that this one's not true. Like your clients are not disappointed or mad at you for taking a break. They're not. Everyone is allowed to take a break and you are no exception. You're a person. So you're allowed to take a break too. As long as you are meeting your gallery deadlines and making people aware that you are out of office, you are good. You're golden. Point blank. Period. You don't need to be like this, like never ending, like working machine. Like, especially, I think I really want to like sit on that point of like the automatic email responses. If you can create an email response where it's automatic and you're telling people that you currently have a longer response time or like currently you're on vacation and you will get back to everyone by Monday, August 7th or whatever day it is. I don't even think August 7th is a Monday. I have no idea. I literally just made that up, but you know what I'm saying? Like as long as your clients know what's happening or you're posting on your Instagram story and being like, Hey, I am out of office until this day. Thanks for understanding. Um, I think that's like one of the best things you can do to help you feel like your clients are not disappointed or mad at you. (laughs) 
If a client does give you a hard time for going on vacation, reassure them that their photos are a priority and they're going to be finished by the deadline. That is why you have a contract in place. That is why in your contract you say galleries will be delivered by eight weeks after the event date. And that eight weeks, like that number is there to give you an opportunity to take a break or to work on other things or whatever it is. So remind a client like, Hey, here's the contract. Here's what you signed. Um, I already sent you previews. Um, you know, your gallery will be delivered by the eight week mark. I promise the end, like your client is not responsible for your everyday schedule and they don't have a say over what you do every single day. Like your client is not your boss. Do you know what I'm saying? So just remember that your client is your client and you are your boss. You are more than a business. You're you're a person. You deserve a break. And if you feel like your clients are mad at you, I honestly think that is something that is in your head and it's not actually true unless you are having a client come to you and say like, Hey, why are you in Paris right now? I need my session. I need my gallery. Then approach it gracefully, kindly, and go from there. Another point why we feel guilty when we go on vacation. We feel like a fraud if we don't work. Um, And this is truly rooted in imposter syndrome 100%. If you struggle with imposter syndrome, listen, go back and listen to episode 39 of this podcast because I talk all about imposter syndrome. But at the end of the day, your identity as a person is not in your business. So remember that like you, your worth is not determined by whether or not you are working this week. Um, so you're not a fraud. If you don't work, it's okay to enjoy your work, but it's also healthy to take time off. Okay. Listen to that. I'm saying that again. It's okay to enjoy work, but it's also okay to take time off. And either some, some of you out there might need to hear the first part of that sentence or the second part of that sentence. Honestly, I need to hear both. Um, so if you feel like a fraud when you don't work, just know that you can enjoy your work, but you also can take work off. Um, we feel that our businesses are going to fail when we take a break. This one, this one really hits home. Like if I'm being honest, um, when you have this feeling of like, I can't stop working because if I don't stop working, nothing's going to work. Um, newsflash, your business will not break. If you are on vacation, your business is not going to fail if you take a break. Okay. It's not going to, you spent so much time building your business. Trust that your hard work can withstand a two week vacation or five days off. If you've spent five years building a business, your business and your client referrals, your word of mouth, your website, all of that can withstand two weeks of you not being on top of it. Like it will survive. I promise. If you really feel like you can't handle the break and there are two urgent of matters, if you just feel like that, hire someone, hire someone to help you with emails, client communication, social media, posting, editing, 
Um, whatever it is that you feel like is going to break or fail while you're gone, find someone who can assist you with that or do as much prep work as you can so that when urgent matters do pop up or like if you need to work on client communication or your website or whatever it is, like set yourself up to be as prepped for that as you can. Or like if you're launching something, um, and it has to be while you're on vacation, prep as much as you can, you know, do all the website work, all the email work, get all of that done, your products, like get all of it ready. Um, so that when you do launch, let's say you're launching mini sessions, you're ready to go. You got the link that people can just sign right up. All you have to do is post on social media and that's it, you know, or send out an email, whatever it is. Um, I personally think that you can take time off and your businesses will will be just fine. And the reason I think that is because I've seen people do it. So I followed this person and they took six months off social media. I actually didn't even know that they took that much time off until literally they posted a reel and they're like, Hey, I've been gone for six months and guess what? My business has been fine. It's actually been better than fine. I've been booking tons and haven't posted on Instagram in six months. Like when I watched that, I literally was like, can I do that? Like, do I think that I could take six months off? And you know, that question is still floating in my mind a little bit. I don't know that if I have a yes or no to that, to be honest. Um, so I just think it's interesting that we think like we are programmed to think that if we're not posting all the time, if we're not working all the time, if we're not editing all the time, that we have no purpose. Like we don't, we're doing nothing. We're failing, which is just not the case. Like our life is not meant to be work, 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 work. We don't work just to work. We work so that we can sustain our life and eventually not work. Right. So when you are just working to work, you are cutting out this part of your life where you can actually enjoy it and live life and experience things. Another thing that helps with the feeling of like my business is going to break or it's going to fail if I take a break, um, batching your content and editing beforehand. If you need to take time off, edit beforehand. If you have a gallery that's due during your trip, like make sure that that gallery is edited and done before your trip straight up. Um, also if you like, for example, if I have a podcast episode that needs to come out on my vacation, I just will record it beforehand. You know, if I have three posts that I need to make while I'm on vacation, I put those posts together before I leave. I take the photos before whatever it is. Um, we think that we're going to become irrelevant if we stop working. Um, irrelevancy, I'm going to tell you, it's all in your head. Okay. You need to trust that your business can adapt however you need it to, and you don't have to be clocked in 24 seven. Um, if this feeling of becoming irrelevant really affects you, like it's really, really hard for you set aside like 20 minutes every day on vacation. So you can work on urgent matters, do the things that are really just like, Oh, I just really have to do this. Like you're just itching to do these work things, 20 minutes on your vacation and then log off that that's kind of like feeding both worlds. Um, a few of my tips for vacation guilt and going on a vacation while you still run a full-time business. Um, the first thing is turning off notifications. I really wish 
on my trip that I would have turned off email notifications um, because my virtual assistant has my number. So anyone that needs to get a hold of me can text me and they don't have to email me. Um, I highly suggest batching your content beforehand as you can. Um, so, you know, just doing what you can for your content before. So then during you can enjoy your vacation. You can also use your vacation as your content, but remember if it's going to distract you too much from enjoying life, then don't do it. Another tip for just figuring life out while you're on vacation and taking a break work very far ahead before you go. Like make sure your regularly regularly scheduled content is ready to go and can keep going without you having to to be in charge, without you having to be clocked in all the time. You want to allow yourself time to decompress when you get back to um this is something that I did and it was really helpful for me. We got back on like a Friday and I had two full days to literally just chill, unpack, figure out my life. Because I think like when I come back from a trip, I need to kind of come back to reality a little bit. And if I were to just jump right into work, like that's hard. (laughs) That's really hard. And honestly, even on Monday, my first day back, I could not work as long as I used to work. Like it just... I don't know what it was. It just wasn't happening. Like I was tired. I was like, my brain is exhausted from working this much. Like I'm just not, I haven't been used to it. I've not been doing this for two weeks. Um, so yeah, that, that's another tip that I have for you. If you are stressed, even thinking about going on vacation or taking a break, this is your sign to do it because you need it more than anyone. If you are the person that's like the idea of going on a vacation or not working scares me, it stresses me out, I'm talking to you. You are the person that needs one, that needs a break. There is so much good that comes from pulling yourself out of your bubble, pulling yourself away from the thing that consumes all of your time and just... I don't know, getting a bird's eye view on things or getting a different perspective. So I personally (laughs) needed the vacation. I didn't realize it, Um, especially in the middle of busy season. It was like I was having like wedding after wedding after wedding. I have so many galleries to edit. I'm working on a bajillion things. I launched my presets. And then it's like you have two weeks off to go travel the world. And I was like, what? Like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. I've never done that before. And honestly, I needed it. It, it sparked like a new creativity for me and helped me discover new passions. Like I said, elopements are epic and I love them. And I wouldn't have known that without taking the two week break. And I do understand like not everyone is able to just take two weeks off and go travel. Like, that's not within everyone's budget. It's not within everyone's time frame, And that's fine. Like literally you don't have to do that. I think even taking like a one day break, if you are self-employed or I don't know, just even if you are just like working a corporate job, if you're able to take like an extra day and take a break, maybe you go to the beach or just to do something fun for the summer. Maybe you go to the farmer's market, take a walk, 
Like those are the things that help you stay grounded as a human (laughs) within the corporate world or within being self-employed and being a small business. Like every single person needs a break. And I think it's like really rejuvenating for the soul. Honestly, um, it gives me like a new perspective to go and not work for, for so long. I say so long, but literally it was just two weeks. Like it's not even that big of a deal. And I was kind of working while I was gone too, but to, to go and like work in a different setting that I'm used to and just like do something different. It's really refreshing. And, um, honestly I would do it all over again. Obviously, yes, I would travel. I would definitely travel the world again. No problem. (laughs) That's literally what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? Like I think every once in a while taking a break for yourself and giving yourself time to not think about work is so good. Um, I actually know people who go and don't take their phone with them, whatever. They just go by themselves somewhere quiet and spend like a whole day unplugged. I think the important thing is the unplugged thing. Um, I had my phone with me my whole vacation. I was on social media the whole time. So honestly, I feel like something like that would still be good for me because I didn't necessarily experience that um, aspect of like being unplugged. But yeah, it's just, it's good for your mental health. It's great in a time when you're really, really busy. So don't underestimate the power of taking a break. And if you do go on vacation and you do take a break, this episode is to help you with that guilt that sometimes we feel as workaholics and nonstop workers, business owners. Yeah, I think that is all that I'm going to say on this topic. Wow. I feel like I just talked for a really long time. Um, but hopefully this was a topic that you needed to hear. And if you do go on vacation, definitely re-listen to this episode like a week before to remind yourself like, okay, I got this. I don't, I don't need to be plugged in the whole time. Like, yeah, it's, it's a concept that's something that I'm still working on, but that's why I wanted to share it with all of you. So I hope all of you enjoyed today's episode. I'm so happy to be back. Um, This is just such a good feeling to be talking on my podcast again. Um, If you guys could rate and review the podcast, I would love that. You can do it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and make sure you go follow my Instagram and TikTok at Cassidy Lynn on Instagram at Cassie Lynn photo on TikTok. Both will be linked in the description. I hope you guys enjoy the episode today and have a great rest of your day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity. The wisdom rushing in. So much clearer now. Getting a little bit hard.